Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Happy hour, ahoy, everybody. Well, actually, depending on how you choose to weekend, it can be happy hour any hour of the day on the weekend. But it is the 5 o'clock hour here on Saturday. November 11th, 2023, the Fitzy and Hart Radio Show, taking you all the way up until 6 o'clock here. 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. Andy, what sort of um, quintessentially autumnal activity did you take on today? I had a lot of leaf raking to do. And when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, my God, all of these various little, little muscle groups and spots. My, why am I so sore? Oh, that's right. Five hours of sweeping this, pushing that, grabbing this, dumping that. Ugh, why do we do it, you old coot? Yep. Why'd you get a leaf blower? I'm a half century. God, I left it at home. <laughs> I forgot oh. it. So that's on you. Yeah, that was 100%. That's on you. Yeah, it's not like I ha- don't have a rechargeable device that'll actually send all the leaves in the direction I wanted to attend. Nothing like parenting solo with multiple children and having a dog and having to uh, take care of the yard. I think everyone can kind of relate to those. Yeah, I didn't really... Uh... I didn't do anything overly interesting, although one thing you'll find mildly interesting that I did last night is I broke the seal, so to speak, on the first maple whiskey eggnog of the season. You already went to maple whiskey eggnog season? I had to. It was cold. It felt like a wintry day. It felt like the holidays are coming and... You know, it just, mm-hmm. it was so good. Oh, my God, it was so good. I, I'm currently right now, like, here we are talking sports, and I got some Red Sox thoughts I want to share with you in just a minute, and a little <clears throat> update on the most coveted free agent of this particular offseason, if not many recent offseasons. It's kind of one of those days, like, spent so much time outside, you feel like you're kind of warm, then you get inside, and all of a sudden, you you realize, like, oh, my God, I'm tired, I'm, I'm a little windburned, I'm hungry. This is, like... I call, this is meatloaf and mashed potato season. Like Absolutely. I'm just literally dreaming of like a pot roast or I want short ribs. I just want make me get fat food that'll like I just want something that'll make me comfortable. Then I want to come home and like a you know, like a grown ass adult just like with beverage in hand, like get, get the kids to bed and then fall asleep on the sofa at nine thirty watching college football. Is that so wrong, damn it? Nope. That is absolutely what time of year. The American is. dream. There's a chill in the air. Even though it's not really cold enough yet, it has that look and feel of potential snow, but we're mm-hmm. only in like the 40s or whatever. But you know that feel when you walk on, it just like feels like snow. Mm-hmm. That is definitely starting to arrive. And I know well, the I've... Air th- the air thickens a little bit. I, well, I've read... And I've read... 
some of the long-term forecasts and the Farmer's Almanac, like, they're all projecting we're just about in snow time. Like, they're expecting mid-November early snow, and it certainly feels like we are trending in that direction, and that's the time of year you want to eat something warm or drink something that warms you from the inside out and... uh, it's. I think it's instincts. We're not that far removed from bears. It's just about hibernating season. We need to put on a couple layers, although I'm not. I'm actually going the other direction, thanks to my friends at Awaken 180. I am uh, in my maintenance right, phase company, and man. nailing the hell out of it. <laughs> yes, I know you are as well. Uh, I am. It's amazing. Yeah. This is it. I'm glad I'm it worked. Ad-libbing. It's amazing. I lost three more pounds in the month since I've been on the maintenance, and I'm. they have transformed my metabolism. They have transformed the way I eat, and yet I still... Continue to enjoy life. Plenty of pizza and wings and whiskey eggnogs. Uh, it's I cannot be. Uh, Sounds like happy. you'd be on the death wish plan, but in fact, you're no. actually living your oh best my. life and not having to pay I am. for it. The you know the worst part. Some of my clothes don't fit anymore. That's the worst what? part. Yep, I have like mesh shorts that kind of I have to like either they have a string and I have to tie them real tight. They don't just sit on my hips anymore. That's the worst part. Is some of the clothes uh, don't fit. My jeans are like they're you know when you get skinny and then the jeans like when you pull the belt tight they like scrunch up because there's Mm -hmm. extra material and it's kind of uncomfortable and i don't know whether i'm going to go down the road of buying new clothes new jeans it's that's the only downside to my awaken 180 experiences Uh, i'm not sure whether i buy new clothes and this is our new segment called first world problems here (laughs) on the fitzy and Hart program on a late saturday on weei hey i read a a couple of little pats nuggets and then i wanted to uh pick your brain on some socks talk um did you see Marv Levy's wife absolutely just tore into Belichick? No. How did I miss this? <clears throat> I just saw this on Musket Fire, one of your favorite blogs. Uh, all revealed in a new interview with former Bills head coach Marv Levy and his wife Fran, published by The Globe, where Mrs. Levy decided to air out all her pent-up feelings about Belichick, the former defensive coordinator for the Giants team that beat Le- <laughs> Levy's Bills in the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, so she's all bent out of shape. I'll fight for my husband. I hope I wasn't too crazy, but that's how I feel. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, I think he should retire. I can't stand him. He's a cheater, and he was so rude to Marv. Bill Belichick was always jealous of Marv. He's a mean person, and I hope he never wins again. Wow. I love her passion. I do, too. Love it. Uh, that's that's what I want in a wife, right? Somebody who's going to defend me to the end. Good job by her, Mrs. <laughs> and then Marv came back and said... Don't quote me on that. It wasn't me saying that. I'm going to have Fran run some extra wind sprints for saying that. That's perfect. They handled that's, that perfectly. Oh that my god, was that's well perfect. done. Yes, that is perfect. Good on you, Marv. Yep, Marv handled it well. Mrs. Levy, whatever her name is, handled it well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest Buffalo fan, city team, you know, lineage, history, whatever. But at the same time, good for them. They handled that pretty well. Uh, also, as I comb through some of your other favorite. Uh, Patriots blogs and pick up the news notes and nuggets of the greatest nation in the world, Patriots Nation. What do you think of Jeff Howe of The Athletic and his suggestion that the New England Patriots could be one of the teams that could potentially be interested in, we don't know which way they're going to go in the future at the quarterback position, whether they hold on to Mac Jones for one more year, whether they try to draft someone high in the 2024 draft, or make a trade for a veteran quarterback because it is believed to it's a belief that is widely held that Bill Belichick does not want to have to teach a new quarterback all over again. So if they draft a quarterback, there's a good chance it ain't Bill Belichick who's pulling the strings. What do you think of making a move for Mr. Kyler of Duty himself, the Arizona quarterback, Kyler Murray? 
No thanks. No interest. Less than zero interest. Uh, I think he's overrated physically. Certainly he's not committed in a way that I think a quarterback needs to be committed to winning. Um, yeah, no no thank you. And you'd be trading for a large salary probably. I Like, no, that – that might be that's less appealing to me than Mac Jones. I'd rather have another year of Mac Jones than than Kyler Murray. So no interest in Kyler Murray. None. Less than none. I mean, I want a new young quarterback. I I want them to draft a but quarterback. But that's going to have to come with a new coach because if Belichick does not want to I want a new coach too. That's it. I I, All right, so I don't I don't see okay. any there's two things I don't see the point to. Firing Bill in season, mm-hmm. bad. Nothing good comes from mm-hmm. it. Bill returning next year, bad nothing good comes from it all right so let's sort of role play this one out a little bit here then so okay if, let's go who am i all right okay you are you What's are the motivation? voice of like you get to be just a a patriots fan okay. but you are also let's say you're jonathan Kraft, and you're in charge oh. next year we all saw okay. jonathan Kraft in the booth last week with his dad robert Kraft, sort of you know trying to make a point that you know something didn't go their way and you know still being passionate about this team and then the indifference or so it seemed from jonathan craft uh it was that audio clip or the rather the video clip that gresh shared and people all over pat's nation were lip reading it the whole oh we're not good i think it was we're not good enough mm-hmm. yep okay so let's say jonathan is pulling the strings next year and he decides not to you're not going to grab a coach from within let's say we're going to cast the part of new england patriots coach 2024 it's not the call is not going to come from in the house, Andy. It's not going to be Bill O'Brien. It's not going to be Gerard Mayo, and it's not going to be Bill Belichick. First, let's go to the NFL ranks. Where would you have any interest, uh, coordinators, other coaches, recently dismissed signal callers, etc.? Who would you have interest in seeing call the shots for and help rebuild the New England Patriots starting in 2024? I'd be in the same place I was three years ago when I suggested this, and that's Mike Vrabel. I think he is the perfect blend of old school, new school, uh, can work with players, modern players, motivations, issues, but um, has some of that hardo to him, old school hardo, has that ex-player to him. Uh, I would be uh, trying to find a way to get Mike Vrabel to the New England Patriots. Really? Okay. I See, I like it. I like it, too. Does that feel too Patriots adjacent, though? Well, because I didn't Vrabel know if then, he was like, allowed. Yeah, when you set up the rules and the parameters, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if he was. Um, he is an accepted answer. No, he is. He's not. He is not currently on staff. He is not in the building, though. He did come back for his red jacket ceremony at the Patriots Hall of Fame, and it looked like he was rather comfortable sitting, watching an entire game on his bye week while the coach of another NFL team sitting with the Kraft family at all. Obviously, they won uh, that game. They won, they beat Buffalo when he was here, so he must have had some sort of positive effect on the franchise that weekend. I don't think that that counts necessarily as Belichick coaching tree or Patriots lineage. I love the idea, too, but do you not possibly fear the idea that Vrabel may think, like, there's a good shine on me right now as someone who has done a lot with a little in Tennessee, and even though we're not really going anywhere this season, wasn't his decision to move on from A.J. Brown last year. I get that. Do you think he may think, like, I don't know, this almost feels like a no-win situation. Like, I'm going to have to start with not a whole hell of a lot, and there's going to be great expectations for me to be Belichick 2.0. Like, can he be his own man, or is he going to have to do some sort of Belichick act to please Crafts, Pats fans, and more? There's no act in Mike Vrabel. No chance. He does not have act in him. He will be Mike Vrabel. The question you asked, though, is a good one that I think 
goes to every candidate. Mm-hmm. Do you want to replace Bill Belichick? Anybody? Like, are right. you capable of Never entering? Never want to be the guy that replaces no. the legend. You want to be the guy nope. that replaces the guy who tried to replace the legend. Correct. And does he does he care about that? Now, I think there's a chance Mike Vrabel might be the right guy to be like, F it. I'm a football coach. I have a lot of confidence in my ability as a football coach. I'll follow anybody. I'll do the job anywhere, any day, mm-hmm. anytime. So I think the hardo swagger of Mike Vrabel might be perfect for that situation, but I, I don't know what goes through his mind. Because I think that's going to be a question for anybody. Like anybody, whether it's a college coach, whether it's a pro coordinator, another pro NFL coach, do do you have what it takes to even want to replace Bill Belichick and follow Bill Belichick? And that's that's not an easy question to answer. That That, I mean, would you? Would you want to follow Bill Belichick? Let's just pretend, Fitzy, you. Yes. We're doing role-playing here. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend yeah. you are a legitimately qualified candidate. Whatever your background is, you legitimately are a top-five head coaching candidate. Would you be wanting to follow Bill Belichick in New England? Yes, I would. Because uh, while there was obviously a huge, I mean, it was such an odd time, a unique time, a weird time when Tom Brady left, not only did you have the hole in everyone's heart for Brady leaving before I think anyone thought he actually would, if ever, you're in the middle of the, you're at the start of the pandemic. It was just such a unique, uh, extraordinary and awful time in so many people's lives. But with Bill Belichick, we've been on this decline for a while and there's, there could be something almost noble about somebody who was one of his former players who he's gone tete-a-tete with a couple times and they've had great games who, you know, he respects immensely coming in and saying, I got you from here, Bill. Now, you know, we we thank Bill Belichick for erecting these pillars and making this place the great spot that it was. And now we're going to run things my way. And uh, I can, you know, somebody, I love the stones. I love the confidence of someone who thinks, yeah, I can return this place to its former glory. I can put some luster and some shine back on this car. I can do this. I got this. And we're still going to do it my way and not his way. I've always told you before, and if not, perhaps I'll just be happy to share it again. I love confidence in my coaches, my chefs, my lawyers, my surgeons, my airline pilots. I want them to be as confident, cocksure, and arrogant as they possibly can be because yep. they're doing really difficult jobs. I don't want any I don't want anything timid about them, no trepidations, no hesitations. No, you get out there and you tell me, I don't mind replacing a legend like Bill Belichick. As a matter of fact, I think I am the right man for this job. I know how things work around here. I know what you guys want. And I'm going to give it to you, and I'm going to serve it my way, and you're going to love it. I think it would be absolutely awesome. If you ask me, anyone in the NFL right now, I would probably put Mike Vrabel 1 and Detroit Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson 2. Because anyone that can make Jared Goff a touchdown scoring machine is pretty damn good at calling football plays in my eyes. No question. And now he faces a unique challenge because he's a hot coordinator candidate, and you're right, the the production – warrants the next step i'm i don't know enough about him as to whether he's the the personality the guy to replace belichick because right. that's have, a page one rewrite andy that's a system reboot 100 percent. and i have no doubt that mike vrabel you you use the word cocksure that to me is the perfect uh adjective to describe mike vrabel like yep. that to me is what he represents in everything he does and i love that about him um so that's why he would be my top choice. Ben Johnson, I don't know enough about him to um, ascertain whether he is that guy. But you're right. It's 
it's going to it's an opportunity because I think on the surface, don't you say, well, the Kraft family, the ownership, the foundation in Foxborough is supposedly as stable as you can get. That's as good mm-hmm. a situation as you can inherit or go into. Um, and then the fan base and the like they're they have financial uh, ability to turn it around. The draft pick's going to be there. It should be aside from the Belichick shadow part. It's a pretty appealing job at the time, in my opinion. And and just to think, like, he went, he traveled to Tennessee, even had to go face off against his former coach and mentor in a lot of ways in a playoff game and, you know, delivered the death blow to Tom Brady's career with the New England Patriots and was healed somewhere else and went off basically into the forest and got the experience he needs so that he wouldn't fall on his face, so he wouldn't be a novice, he wouldn't be a rookie head coach with the Patriots. Now, I was just Googling while you were talking momentarily that in 2022, Mike Vrabel had his contract extended for the, quote, foreseeable future. So Correct. You're probably trading I, I for him. Yeah, so I don't – that's the thing. Like, I don't know what his deal is. Like, if Tennessee would be willing to move on from him, would you oh, be no. willing to? I ask you. I ask all Patriots fans in the same breath or within the same thought that you think – wow, would I really be willing to watch Bill Belichick go to the Dallas Cowboys, as was rumored this week, or Washington Commanders, as was rumored last week, for a first-round draft pick, or two twos? Would you also be willing to part ways with draft capital for Mike Vrabel as your next coach? Let us know, Pats fans, 617-779-7937. There's your number. We'll keep this dialogue going momentarily, but first, we have to do our due diligence and duty by catching up on everything trending in the wide world of sports. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What, what, this type of trip, what can it do for the team in terms of balding, uh, bonding and maybe just a, a good type of distraction? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. Sorry, what was your question? <laughs> What can this trip do in terms of bonding? Wait a second. Was that Michael McCorkle, Mac Jones, yucking it up in front of the media in Germany in advance of the Pats-Colts game tomorrow, Andy Hart? Oh, yeah. He's happy. (laughs) And what is lost in that clip, we should provide a little context. Um, Yes. In the video version, when you're staring from where the reporters sit, at Mac Jones. There's a camera behind the reporter yes. staring up at Mac Jones, yes. And there is a bald head in the front row between Mac 
and the I believe that was uh, Mark Daniels from Mass Live asking the question. So Mac is staring at a bald dude while uh, Mark Daniels accidentally says balding instead of bonding. So that led to the uh, hilarity that ensued, as they say. Yeah, I thought the funny thing was like I was I was more initially taken with the idea that Mac Jones was having fun and yucking it up so much. But then I turned and thought, why is he laughing so much about the fact that like there was just a verbal slip up and this guy is bald? Right. Is, is Mac Jones that easily entertained? Oh, he is. Oh, he, he, he's weird. He's I, he's, he, he's he, weird. Thank you. He's super weird. Yeah, he's an I odd mean, cat. He's definitely an odd cat. the The things that tickle his fancy, as they say, that he likes to laugh at, whether it's himself or little uh, phrases that he says, and he kind of giggles afterwards. He's he's a unique dude. He definitely has a different kind of personality. And again, I don't know how much of it is guarded and how much of it is created by his very stressful life as the losing quarterback under Bill Belichick, who he really would be if you got him, you know, a few beers in him and sat around the fire, who he would be, I don't know, but he's definitely a different cat on some level. Right. Now, if he can just be a cat that can actually throw more touchdowns than interceptions and guide the Patriots offense to the six-point house more frequently, that would be fine by me. I was going to make a joke earlier when you were saying, you know, it's the Boston Garden. There's no TD. Well, it's because the Patriots aren't <laughs> around here. They can't. Score. I almost thought the same damn thing too. Well, if there's no TD, that's probably because the Patriots yep. on offense with two minutes left in the game. Yep. Although, yes, I understand Pats fans. Relax. R E L A X. Yes, they did score against Buffalo in the waning minutes as well. And then how long Mike, are we living off that one for? And then Mike Kosicki decided, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm good. I'm going to hang him up for the rest of the season. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get to the 12 needed for the uh, bet that somebody made with me. So uh, I feel like I'm going to collect that beer now. Yeah, I have a feeling you're probably going to win that prize. I don't know if Mac will get to 12. (laughs) Um, All right, so before we went, I can't can't believe Keith and I were taking like early uh, FanDuel Sportsbook preseason props. And I thought 19 and a half touchdowns and 3,300 and something yards for Mac Jones was a slam dunk. He'll get over 3,300 yards, so I'll win that one. But I'm gonna end up sweating out the 19 and a half touchdowns. No, I gotta think there's some like three. Where are they coming game. from? I don't know. I knew you were gonna ask that. Stop it! I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's a logical follow up. At some point, he's got to have a game where there's like three touchdowns, right, to get you back on a, on a more comfortable pace to top that 19 and a half number. I agreed with you. I thought that was stealing the easiest of yeah. easy. Um, and you know, you're lucky there's no one else on the roster. Because I don't really think of benching. You know, we were talking about mm-hmm. could Belichick lose his job in season, next season, whatever, who's up next. I, other than Will Greer, who everybody considers the wild card, I don't think anybody believes they're going to turn it over to Bailey Zappi or turn it over to Malik Cunningham. So you actually benefit from the fact that there's no no place to turn because that would really cut into his touchdown totals if he, you know, stopped starting and playing in games. So before we went to the break, we were talking about potential coaching candidates. Should this be... And no, once again, ladies and gentle friends, we are not advocating for the termination of Bill Belichick's job as head coach of the Patriots after Germany win or lose. We, no one wants to see the guy go. Things change. We all have to move on. Valar Margulis, blah, blah, blah. Yes, eventually the run will come to an end. And a lot of us think this will be Bill Belichick's last season with the Patriots. And we'll be able to move back comfortably towards celebrating the legend and the resume being the resume and not grousing about special teams mistakes, and we can leave the Nikhil Harry draft pick alone, Joe Juan Williams, and all that other jazz. That's kind of where I want to go, and I think we need some new blood. We need some new life. We need a little injection of, fr- injection of freshness and new ideas 
and people that just don't, you know, aren't just buddies and cohorts, colleagues and cronies. We need like new people in the building with some fresh ideas, if you will. So we were talking about within the realm of the NFL, who would we like to see? And I think Andy and I have both agreed we would like to see Mike Vrabel. And if anyone else has any ideas for head coaching candidates, be they coordinators, previous coaches, current coaches, and more, holler at your boys. We're here till 6 o'clock, 617-779-7937. As far as outside of the NFL, Andy, are there any coaches, any outside-the-box ideas for potential candidates to take over as HC of the NEP in 2024 and beyond that you may have your eye on? So outside the box candidates? Yeah, like let's say for example, you could easily like you were telling me earlier in the show, like Fitzy, you, Thornton, you weren't using that bad Boston sports fan accent, but you know, you Thornton, get on that wall, defend Michigan. Harbaugh should be your boy because, you know, they're now the Patriots of the two thousand seven Spygate era of college football. All right. How about Jim Harbaugh? No, thank you. <laughs> Please don't thank you. I don't like him. He has his own scandal he's dealing with. I know there were even people that were wondering would he be suspended if he did come to the NFL based on the college suspension that he may still have pending, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't want Jim Harbaugh. I, and where has Jim Harbaugh won anything? Uh, a couple of Big Ten championships. But, like, I mean, anything. He's no. got no rings. He, nope. he he can change programs. He did it at San Diego Straight State, to voicemail. Stanford, San Francisco, Michigan. But I'm not sure he finishes the deal. And again, he was in the Super Bowl. He could have beat his brother, I guess. Like, they're throwing for Randy Moss, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, side note, pause button real quick. Is that one yeah. of the worst goal-to-go scenarios you have ever seen a team execute yeah, in not a high-leverage situation? <laughs> Not great. Not great, Bob. Um, so I'm I'm a no dog on uh, Jim Harbaugh. I don't I don't like that idea. The arrogance he brings. I, I'm just not sure that's the direction you want to go. So I'll give you an outside the box candidate who is right. performing right now in what last I checked was a tie ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've sort of half joked about this, half not joked about this. If you want to go anti Bill Belichick, you want to go modern, you want to do something different, you want to make a splash. Deion Sanders. Could okay? Could you imagine? No. Okay, neither could I. But I like to. We're, we're doing radio circus, on a Saturday though. night. Let's 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 have a little yeah, fun here. Doing, I mean, it's dark out. Everyone is already halfway through their their the meatloaf right. that you and I were opining for yeah. in the first hour. Um, I want to be by a fire pit as much as you guys right now as well. So. Right. So let's talk Deion Sanders. If you really wanted a crazy candidate, and I don't know if that would mean packaging him. With Shador, if he's your quarterback of the future, I and think they... he's going to stay. I think I think Prime said, excuse me, Dion said if that uh, he's going to stay for at least one more year as well in college. But he's so not going to stay if Prime goes to the Patriots. Is there any? There's no chance in the world. There's no connection. There's Why no. Not? There's no legitimacy to that. There's no way. I mean, there's a connection. Look, you're Deion talking Sanders to the same guy. Stadium. We have we have gone over the idea before of like the biggest mistakes the Pats have made. Uh, along along the road and you know that's the Patricia thing and something in game over here and something off season over there at least if the Cam Newton year was a mistake and they didn't just sell off all the parts to try to you know reboot after Brady left at least Cam was enough of a sideshow for half of that season bare minimum to keep us distracted entertained and hoping hell I remember the moral victory Monday after they went on the road and lost in in week two against Seattle what an incredibly entertaining game that was that was a wildly entertaining game after their opening win against miami in front of zero fans at gillette stadium at least cam kept us entertained that season you know 
Deion Sanders probably wouldn't be the greatest head coach for the Patriots, but would you not be entertained for a while as he tries to as with the pressers and taking over for Bill Belichick and everything else that would go on? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'd be on my uh, P's and Q's because you know he'd be turning it on me everything because he's got rabbit ears, apparently, and reads and sees everything, and just like Belichick. Oh, does he too? Oh, absolutely. Just like Bill does, but Just Dion like Missoula and the Gary, Wa- the Gary yep. Washburn. Oh, God. Yep. They all that, do now. It's, that it's awful, modern. by the way. It, yeah, it, th- that was embarrassing. That was the first time Thank I think you. Joe, Joe Missoula is not the right head coach for the Boston Celtics. That was the first time I thought that when he went at Gary Washburn for something he wrote about three pointers seven years ago. I said it uh, on Breaking Boston the other morning. That was the equivalent of players Google. I mean, searching their own name on Twitter and then getting into fights, not even being added, but finding fights on Twitter. Right. That was what do you like to say? Soft S A W F T. Soft. Doesn't get any softer than Joe Missoula doing that. It was awkward. If he wanted to bust balls, he could have done it off podium, off microphone, just gone up to Gary Washburn. Why would you try to show up somebody like Gary? First of all, Gary Washburn's a great, great, great take and a great reporter. An awesome part of the Celtics coverage. Terrible. And so what? Yeah, so he thought they shot too many threes then. He thought they shot too many the other night. You and I think they shoot too many threes. Most people think they shoot too many threes. But why in defeat? Would he feel the need? Like, I'm smarter than you. Here, I'm going to show you. And I'm going to show him in front of everybody. Like, that was rice paper thin skin to me. Because he was embarrassing. At, remember the old Sports Center commercial where they made the kid into an anchor and he, like, screwed up on air and then it went to the beep and it was, like, not quite ready. He just wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Guess who isn't ready? Joe Mazzula. He's not ready for the smoke that comes with being the head coach of the Boston Do you think Celtics. that's Like, how, how do. And I know we're talking Patriots head coaches here and we we're just yeah, sort of. We get going off the back script here. Because I just. It just sort of popped up. Um, uh, do you think, what do you think Brad and Wick thought of that? Um, I can't imagine they liked it, but Brad seems so smitten with Missoula. And I don't know if it's true um, true faith in him or he's, um, what do they say, like pot committed? Pot committed, pot committed now? yes. Like, poker term, poker term, yeah. Yeah, that he has to follow this out. It's his guy. He gave. He took the interim tag off. He's all in on him. Um because I, I, I can't imagine anyone seeing that and being like, oh, yeah, good job, Joe. That uh, Exactly what we needed right now. That's a great point, Joe. You sh- definitely should have brought that up. And the- No one could think that. That was terrible. It was embarrassing. I bet his parents even were like, uh, hey, kid, uh, what you doing? <laughs> Who told God. you that was a good idea? <laughs> Guy, what do you what, this? This is a terrible, terrible, terrible look. What are you doing? Yeah, no, that was that was bad. Um, but, you know, he is in the job and he's got to learn on the job and. So Deion Sanders in Boston sports, I think, would be fascinating. I think it would be fun. I'm not sure it would be fruitful and productive. No. I'm not sure it would get you back to the glory land. No. Well, the second part of this, what's mm-hmm. your take, Fitzgerald, on uh-huh. Shadur? Is Shadur an NFL franchise QB? Is he? I think his athleticism is going to get him a look, absolutely. No, but do you think he can be, like, get a look and then you're like oh boy guess what he's not the guy two years in we i don't think go he's another. michael bishop but i also you know i'm not telling you he's patrick mahomes 2.0 but i think with displays the pedigree and his displays of hyper athleticism i think he's definitely going to get a get a chance i mean he's probably going to be better than a kellen mond but he's not going to come out and immediately be jalen hurts yeah um i think he'll i mean he's obviously going to get a chance I I am not sold. He's a franchise quarterback, and I think that's what you're looking for. Um, so it would probably just be a two year delay, and then you're looking what about for my guy. Uh, back to Michigan real quick, since you're off the Harbaugh train, and I full well understand why. 
Uh, what about my guy, J.J. McCarthy from Michigan? Yeah, I'm not totally sold on him either. Um, and, and super athletic, big kid. Like, he's, like everything that you would ask. Like, was he 6'3", 6'4"? Sure. Bulky, can run like hell. Jake Lock, Cannon for an arm. There's a million of those guys. They're a dime a dozen that you talk yourself into. This guy can make all the throws, and he's this, and he played pro baseball, and he was the greatest athlete ever, and then he stinks as an NFL quarterback, and he's out of the league in two years. Um, I just think, other than, than Caleb Williams... Um, who I'm, I'm still all in on. I'm sorry. He deserves the opportunity. I would be willing to uh, risk my career on Caleb Williams. If it misses, it misses, right? Wow. Okay. I, I would. You were that in, wow, you're that in I'm on. not. You're... I'm not, but that's who he is. Okay. He's the closest thing to him that you have. And you, you can be wrong with him. It happens. I don't know his... His mental makeup has bothered me of late. All the I'm not going to this team if if they have the pick. I, I want ownership. All that crap has bothered me. It, that's it tells, not even legal. Like that's the one thing that everyone no, yeah, overlooked no. with that. That's not even freaking legal. No. And that's the that, that's how dumb it is. And I so I'm just not sure he's he's all in on being a franchise quarterback and go, doing everything that it takes to I think succeed at a high level. I'm not sure he's him in that nature. But he's the guy you have to risk it with. And Drake May. Maybe he's next in line. He probably is. Um, beyond that, I, I don't feel – I'm not all in on any of them, Knicks or Penix. Or I have not watched JJ nearly either. enough of Drake May to be able to tell you, like, yes, that's going to be him. Right. No, nope. no, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to pretend I have either. I've seen highlights. I've seen, you know, some games where I've watched, and I think he's a good college quarterback who I, I would like to see have a shot with my team. Sure. Would, would I be happy – if next spring the Patriots had Drake May and then I went to rookie minicamp and minicamp and OTAs and was watching him, yes, I would feel hope. And then by the end of August, Fitzy, you know me, I might be like, mm -hmm. hey, Fitzy, uh, as we're doing six rings here, I got something I need. He stinks. He's not that good. He's like, you know what I mean? That I, could, yep. I could see that absolutely happening. Or the other, I could be like, oh, my God, this guy's athletic. This guy can throw. Mm -hmm. Because the next guy, if That's he is Drake lacked. May. Yep. Drake May is far more physically gifted than Mac Jones. So he has that going for him in that if he arrived, everybody would be like, wow, this guy has the skills. This guy's a modern quarterback. He has that going for him, and I think that will give him some rope to work with if he were, say, the New England Patriots quarterback. Yeah, I mean, there's that antidote that you want to go the exact opposite way because if Mac Jones, you know, is a good quarterback-looking type prospect but isn't as athletic, you want to go the other way. That would make a lot of sense as well, but it just depends on who the head coach is, who his coordinator is, who the talent you have surrounding him is, and what kind of scheme you're going to go with as well. All of those questions left up to be answered. And real quick, just uh, before we go to the break and wrap up the final segment here on the show, yeah. um, I was just looking for sort of some sort of list, if you will, on the Google machine of potential college head coach candidates for the NFL. The 33rd team, the Mike Tannenbaum football online experiment, lists eight of them. I'll Kirby Smart. Down. He's one of them. I'll listen He's to him be. real quick. Yeah, of course. Absolutely has to be. Uh, learned at the side of Nick Saban. Has beat him yep. at the highest level. Two national championships in a row. And Georgia's now a football factory. Here are the eight 33rd team. Here are the eight that the 33rd team suggests. Matt Campbell of Iowa State. Then you've got mm. Kirby Smart from Georgia. Yep. Lincoln Riley of USC. Always a mm. hot name as well. Mm. Jim Harbaugh. No, thanks. Uh, Ryan Day of Ohio State. Hard pass. You know. uh, Brian Kelly of LSU. Nope. No, thank you. A Fraud. Fraud. <laughs> Jinx. Luke Fickle from Wisconsin, who just moved over that way from uh, Tuscany, from 
Cincinnati, Cincinnati. and okay. Chris Kleeman from Kansas State. I am not overly familiar with Chris Kleeman. No, neither am I. Not going to lie to you. Of nope. that list, I would. I mean, Kirby Smart is the guy coming from the Saban tree, which is sort of the uh, parallel tree to mm-hmm. Bill Belichick. That tie, everything he's done, defensive mind, he's built a power ha- like. Kirby Smart should be the hot candidate. Now, are you willing to throw, what do you think it would take, $30 million a year or something stupid to lure him no, out of that dynasty? That you're going to probably have to go north of 10. Oh, you could everybody be... makes 10 now. No, 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 you're north I mean, of McDaniels 20. is getting 45 guaranteed to not coach for the next yeah. four and a half years. What do you think it's going to take to remove a guy from a program where he is currently sitting pretty Saban style in Athens, Georgia? If Smart left for anything less than $20 million a year, he's a moron. Yeah. Because that would, because his legacy is intact, and he, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't leave that comfortable perch if I were he as well. I think basically, after this little uh, late Saturday afternoon exercise, I think we can both agree it's either Mayo, Vrabel, or Belichick. Uh, there's yeah. got to be somebody we're not thinking of. Yeah, holler at us on the socials at FitzyGFY at Jumbo Hart at Weei. If there's a coaching candidate from college or the pro ranks that we missed, let us know. And we will read any of those tweets off afterwards when we come back. Plus, play a clip that I heard earlier this morning, Andy, that just made my heart sing. It's NBA-related, but it was great. Dare I say it was one of the more glorious takedowns of a completely entitled diva that I have heard in a long time. It's a little bit of a long clip. You guys will enjoy it. It'll be a great way to wrap up this edition of Fitzing Heart before we throw it to CBS Sports Radio on WEEI. Ask the producer to pipe this into the Clippers locker room. If I can talk to you, James, I hope you're taking notes. I'm telling you in advance, you're welcome for the wisdom I'm about to spew. Because, listen, I get on my knees every night and pray for someone to believe in me like Daryl Borey believed in you. You wanted a certain coach, they brought in Mike D'Antoni. You want to play a certain style, they played it. You wanted Dwight Howard, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. You wanted Chris Paul, they brought him in and got rid of him when you were tired of him. They brought in your old friend Russell Westbrook. You want to go to Vegas on off days? They looked away. You wanted the team to stay over so you could go out at night. They changed the schedule, and it didn't work. And you know what? You said, I'm going to break up with my Woody. Not good enough. I see the bright lights in New York. I want to go there. My old pal, Kevin Durant. It's going to work. The big three. And all after one year, you wanted out. You realized, oh, my gosh, I took this guy for granted, the guy that believed in me. I went back with Daryl Morey. They traded Ben Simmons for you. How did they pull that off? And you know what? You went there, and you got a partner who got the MVP. He won the MVP. And what did you say afterwards? You said, they didn't hand me the reins. You're the point guard. You're holding the reins. And what did you do when you had the reins? You scored nine points in game seven against Boston. You blew a 3-2 series lead. So they co- they fired their coach. Not good enough. You broke up with your guy believing you again. You said, the bright lights of L.A., that's where I want to go. Let's see if that works. Listen, James, have you ever had those friends who had bad roommates? Over and over, they complained about their bad roommates. This guy's terrible. The bad roommate here. They never thought to be self-aware enough that they're the bad roommate. They're the problem. Hey, James, you're the problem. If this doesn't work this year in this system with this team, then you're going to go and point fingers at everybody else, and you're going to go back home, and you're going to start swiping right for another team, and there's not going to be anybody left. Because, James, you're not the beard, you're not the system, you're the problem. Oh! Takedown of the century. Call the fight. It's over. That was from last night. Dallas Mavericks announcer Brian Damaris with a beautifully executed, thoroughly 
constructed, well thought out takedown of James Harden and his mercurial me first nature. I don't play in a system. I am the system. My God, Andy, I saw I heard, I saw that. I rewatched it several times. That was poetry to me. That was just absolutely gorgeous. Tremendous and uh, no lies detected, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is what it is. It's the truth. And I'm sure there will be. Like excuses. you say, it's never mean. What's that? Like you say, it's never mean. Uh, the truth is never mean. No. And it, I didn't think it was delivered in an overly mean way. It was delivered in an entertaining way. Like it was meant to entertain. It was television. It was a production. Um, but it's all true. Like when you want that, when you ask for everything and everything is given when you don't produce, that's there is no excuses left. It is on you. And that's that's the beard. That's the yep. guy. And that's the NBA to some degree. There's he's not the only one that would fulfill sort of that same mentality. I'm pretty sure Kyrie would uh, pretty much fit that. mentality. Oh, plenty of other people would yeah. definitely fill in. That in the NBA, well. more than other, yep. more than other places, it certainly seems the NBA that that works more or, or fits the player profile a bit more than everywhere else on the planet. Uh, Andy, at the last second, we have a telephone call that has come in, so I'm going to give this Uh-oh. guy a, a couple of seconds real quick because we got to wrap up and throw to uh, CBS in just a moment. Brian, you are on the line. Thanks for being the guy who joined Fitzy and Hart late on Saturday. Hi, fellas. How you doing? I'm Super. doing very well, sir. Okay, I got a question about Noah Song of the Red Sox in that. Now, they left him unprotected this year, and I was told that they left him unprotected again this year, so he's exposed to the Rule 5 draft again. Have you seen their 40-man roster? Uh, I have. I have to tell you, Brian, I don't know a ton. Uh, I just see they got him back in August. Red Sox get Noah Song back from Phillies. Yep. I don't know much about him. I have seen the 40-man roster. I know they certainly could use as much pitching help as possible. And uh, we thank you for the call, Brian, because we have to uh, part ways momentarily and go go to CBS Sports Radio. Um, Andy, any thoughts on Noah Song? No, and I am do not have the Red Sox forty man roster uh, committed to memory. If anything, um, I'm just a little more skimming yeah, it. Uh, right sorry, now. we don't, sorry we can't have Shohei Otani, and we can't. Uh, we'll we'll prepare for Noah Song thoughts next time. Good job, Nico. Good job, Terp. Thank you very much, Andy. This has been Fitzy and Hart. Don't miss tomorrow, twelve thirty or so after Patriots Colts. It'll be the Six Rings post game show live here on Weei. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday night, everybody. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.